Greetings, my excellent friend. Built to Built to Built to Media Podcast. The Built to Media Podcast. High five. With Gunnar Cummings and Blake Anderson. Powered by QualityFreightRate.com. Excellent. Oh, baby. Here we are. 23. That's big. Up in her. I feel like everything we do is big, though. Well could be huge but we're just little people doing big things that's kind of what we do <laughs> once we're big people we'll be doing huge things bud right episode 23 how'd we get here i don't know bought, the... bought some mics bought some other stuff it's been the journey now we got huge guests <laughs> yeah this is uh this is kind of big we got audio guys helping us out yeah we got sponsors helping us out we commercials got and stuff buddies helping us out Speaking of sponsors, you think we should uh, maybe just get right into it? I I perhaps think we should do a full send on the sponsor list. Full send. Here we go. You can start it off with thequalityfreightrate.com. Every time. Yes. Promo code BUILT2. Yep. Save 10% on your first pallet. I would enter it if I were you. I'd use BUILT2 on everything. Liquid nitro energy drink. Also coming in clutch when you're down on energy. Yep. I'm a green guy. Red guy. Uh, we got kick-ass beef jerky. Thunderhill Speedway. Jiggy Signs and Graphics. SKD. Scott King Designs. The suit is finished for Jesse Glenn's. It will be revealed eventually. Eventually. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got K1. By Mr. Ryan of the Bowers. Yes. Good dude. Uh, Tarvis Racing. And I think that's it. Yeah. Is that it? That's all of them. That's it. That's the whole list. All Thank right. you, sponsors. Today's guest, fresh out of Texas. <laughs> Huge fan, by the way. Um, we're gonna send an intro in, and mm. we're just we're just gonna. I I don't even know if I'm gonna talk very much. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Here we go with the intro. The following is not intended for children or the easily offended. Time for the Built 2 Media Podcast special guest. There are all kinds of characters in racing. People will say, this guy's a character, that guy's a character. Well, you know what our special guest would say to that? Hold my beer. Actually, he would say, hold my f***ing beer. Which reminds me, don't be surprised if you hear words like and, or, and, and, or, and a whole slew of other words like that. It's a good thing this is a podcast, because they probably would get canceled after this. And you can send all complaints directly to Blake Anderson. The Bell 2 Media Podcast welcomes... Hot Carl? Yes, you heard that right. Hot Carl. Hold on to your butts. And it starts now. It's happening. Hot Carl, how are you? Feeling good. Looking good, as usual. Dang, man. <laughs> Doing a little, uh, doing a little FaceTiming with you here. I see you got the Winnebago in the background. Just fired up the Brave for the first time. We've uh, we got it out of storage. Uh, I fixed a couple brake line leaks, fuel line leak, uh, antifreeze leak, and uh, so we're getting ready to go racing. And uh, so I got the. Tested out the shitter today. Everything's working properly. Perfect. Uh, we're good to go. I mean, that's first order of business when you walk into a Winnebago. You got to make sure the size is right. And then, two, 
you got to make sure it'll take it. I thought I'll be honest with you guys. Last year, uh, I went to Gibby for the shootout, uh, and that was the first time I actually had a uh, a, a real deal place to sleep. And I thought I died and went to heaven when I rolled up into the pits <laughs> there, and uh, Provenzino had me a spot saved next to him, and. Yeah, I kind of felt like a big deal when I got to Hibbing, and they treated me pretty well. So I'm I'm digging this new uh, Toter home ride. Hell yeah, that's a little bit of an improvement from the last rig. I see uh, see on Facebook there you might have got yourself a little uh, a new hauler as well. Yeah, we we were uh, we were out west, and I found a uh, 1970 F350. Uh, with 58,000 original miles, and it was clean as a whistle. And, it, and uh, uh, I thought, you know what? Just to go do my weekly testing stuff, we do a lot of R&D during the season. So we uh, we decided to pick that up. We're going to turn it into a little wedge bed hauler because uh, we're going to go do some weekly testing stuff. We just want to sneak out of the shop here quick and simple, not with a big hauler. And uh, we're, we're just going to sneak out with a wedge bed and go do a little R&D, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you can get into most parking lots with a wedge bed, too, versus a Winnebago. Yeah. Plus, you know, the kids need to see race cars on open trailers and open wedge beds so they know what they look like. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, Hot Carl, how would everything get started for you? Where did it start? How did it get to where it's at? And, I mean, on the other hand, I also appreciate you coming out of your hiding. Yeah, well... You know, um, we've been we've been quiet. We've uh, we 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 just moved into our new shop last week, so um, I'd show you around, but I can't show you my jig because um, then I'd have to uh, bury it with Jimmy Hoppa. But we do have a jig sitting to my left here. That's where we're building the new chassis this year. So we've been uh, we've been busy. Um, but to answer your question, you know, uh, most people aren't going to believe this, but I actually, my first modified ever was a Leaf Spring B mod. It was the second year of the of the, of the B mod class. So as much shit as I give the B mod guys, um, I actually got my start in a B mod and um, won my very first feature with a Leaf Spring B mod, and the right side was on a bird cage. And that's why I have a. a I, I just love those old Camaro Leaf Spring. Um, supers and stuff because that's what that's what we got started on heck yeah so all right so walk i guess i don't know the whole story but can you walk me through so you did that and then i mean kind of where did it go and then i guess how did you get the idea for the whole all the videos and i mean the hot carl deal how did that all come about i guess so we, we used to go to the Red Clay Classic in Ashland. And uh, so at this time, I'm considering myself a very uh, big success. I, I, uh, I was rookie of the year at Princeton, won my first feature there. The following year, I won six features at North Central Speedway. And uh, I was the uh, track champion, second year in a B-month. And so I'd go late model race with John Hinkmeyer and end of the year park my B-Mods because a lot of specials were running B-Mods at the time. It was mods, supers, and late models. And so <laughs> we went to, uh, we went to uh, Ashland, Wisconsin. And this is back in the day John Sites 
with Phil Rayson, Brad Zane, Mitch Johnson. I mean, lot, the original late model crew. And we were pounding beers in Hinkemeyer's trailer. And I was telling these guys, I'm like, you guys got to go away from this four-bar stuff, boil over. You guys need to get back on a leaf spring program. Because I had the house set up. <laughs> and, you know, somebody asked who I was because I used to give chassis seminars and come in the trailers at the races. And, and so people were like, well, who are you? They've never heard, you know, that was just a B-Mart driver. So I said, I said, well, you know how Carl Kinzer sets up all the sprint cars? My name's Carl. I'll set up your late model. And then somebody <laughs> said, he's got the hot setup. It's hot Carl. And it just stuck. So that stuck. And that was in the mid early 90s. Um, and so I had retired a couple times. I tried to get out of racing. I tried to buy boats and do other shit to occupy my mind. And, uh, so then I'd buy all my racing shit and I'd come back racing a couple of years and people would go, oh, I Carl's back. And then I would retire. I'd sell all my shit and then I'd rebuy it. So anyways, long story short, um, you know, the hot Carl thing started probably mid nineties. And then, um, uh, then come along this thing called Facebook. So I'm fucking around one night on the, on the phone and there's this thing called the iMovie app. And so I'm looking at my phone and I'm, I'm like, Oh, you can make, you can make your own movie. So I'm like, well, you know, I like to talk shit about Fords and trade engines and all that shit. So I started making this movie and the movie was about. You know, hot Carl ripping on Forge and the distributors are on the wrong end and crate engines are for pussies because they get to run 12 inch blades and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, uh, so I put, I put the video out on my, uh, page and, and it blew up. So then I started a separate hot Carl page. That video, that initial, that original video got over a million views. And, um, then people said, well, you got to have a t shirt. So I got T-shirts from, you know, Joe Provo helped me out. And you got to have stickers. And Buzzy Adams started putting stickers. And at that time, I was coming out of retirement for the third time with my super stock. I bought a <laughs> – I, I actually didn't buy it. I got a 2001 Spaniard super stock on trade for a go-kart that I couldn't get rid of. And this car was a piece of shit. And so, anyways, it needed a front clip and a rear clip and basically all new bolt-ons. So – Anyways, I started documenting the process of putting that new super together, and uh, we went racing last year and had had a ball, drank shitloads of beer, and sold a lot of t-shirts. And uh, I mean that that's kind of it, the clip clip note version of what, what how it got started. But so, have you heard? Uh, I, I assume you've heard the hot Carl. What it actually means, correct? Yeah, it, 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 back in the '90s, you know that that that's what that's the that was the humor of the of the name is because hot girl. But I mean, that was over twenty some years ago. So right. now I think a lot of people kind of forgot what it is. But yep. really, what it means is hot Carl. I was trying to name myself after Carl Kinzer, and hot Carl had the hot setup, <laughs> so, and uh, hot Carl just it just. It just stuck and it, it never went away. Well, so, before uh, I before I started or before I I don't know didn't put anything together for this episode, I was strictly talking to Hot Carl and I got informed of what a Hot Carl is because our uh, our radio guy decided that he wasn't going to put that shit on his toolbar, so he let me know all about it. 
but I'm like, I, I'll ask him. <laughs> no, it's, it strictly has to do with setup. Correct. <laughs> I like that version way better. <laughs> um, so this year, I mean, we kind of seen your building chassis for uh, a guy. What would you call that? Out east? How's that been going for you? Ahmad Hujair Mutified. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he scored a couple wins. So we're basically doing what every good chassis builder does today is you buy someone else's car that's fast and then you build a jig uh, top of it and then call it your own. So it's basically a copy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're having fun with uh, Ahmad and then, uh, you know, the I got another. another uh, person i work with um from mexico is juan hernandez from juan's mom and then um we also have leroy washington he's the black fella from uh la who's, who's running some modifieds with us and uh so we, we're uh, very diverse here at hot carl chassis we uh we don't discriminate and so i think nascar could actually take uh, a note from my my clientele because we basically have you know, all races and colors and genders co- covered here at Hot Carl. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I love it. <laughs> so you you gonna yeah, any crate cars going out then, or are you kind of against putting? No. Your, yeah. No, we don't. We don't. We don't deal with crate cars. I mean, that's. I mean, I I I get I get the appeal to a crate engine because anybody can any any fucking idiot basically can Google one and and buy it with a credit card and have it shipped to their house, but uh, what what they don't realize is that by the time they buy that thing, and then, uh, this is a true story, so literally in this, uh, I'll call it a limited modified class, or limited late model class, I'm not going to name any tanks, any bodies, and throw them under the bus, but they have a crate package, and you buy it, so you know, I hear this shit all the time from all these people on the internet. Because trust me, when I put a video out, I get hundreds of people jawjacking me in the comments. And for seventy five hundred dollars, you can buy a crate engine. I, and, and I talked to Adams Automotive about this, and he goes, "Yep, put foliage, carburetor, ignition, headers, get everything done, and then you got to send it out to a, a certified crate engine builder." Because it has zero laps on it, you got to send it out there and then have them uh, freshen it. So what do they do? They square the block, they square the head, they start doing it. Now you got fourteen thousand dollars in a crate engine. Jeepers! And you could buy a brand new with soda modified concept, late model concept for fourteen thousand dollars. So, and I just, I just fucking hate that class, that that limited late model class. Because when I was a kid. We used to go to Cedar Lake Speedway, and it was a big deal to see real deal late models. And I, it's not a super late model; it's a it was a regional late model. And there would be there would be they would run a B feature every week, and you would see really good guys that drew like shit for their heat race and had to come through a B main and, and run run up through the field. And uh, I just don't I just honestly I don't like the fact that there's these six oh fours in a late model that had coilovers and lift bars and four bar and rack and pinion steering and jumbo tires and big spoilers. They're shit. I mean, and now you go down south, now they have 602s, 604s, and then maybe a regional. So if you look at the average fan, who the hell wants to sit and watch three classes of late models? 
Right. You know, they don't know the difference. Put them all in one class. If you want to run a crate, go right ahead. But put them all in one class and let somebody watch a bee feature for one. Yep. Right. And that's where I came up with this theory is win one bee main because there's guys like me, I'll never win a feature, but I'm going to have a lot of fucking fun drinking and wasting money on race cars and, and trying to win a bee feature, you know. That was the B class back in the day. Once you think about it, right? That makes oh. a lot of sense. Yeah, and the UMSS. I mean, that's basically with them non-wing cars. They're, you know, you go out west. You got six hundred two crates. You got six hundred four crates. You got the LS motor. You got the three hundred fifty Chevy. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, because you can do a lot more to some of these things secretively, you know, if you really wanted to. I mean, what's yeah, your thoughts I mean, on I'm that? Not on everything here, but I'll just I'll, I'll put this in perspective for you guys is that I get a lot of, because I give a lot of shit to the BMOS, even though I that's where I started. But these young guys in the BMOS, they email me, they message me, they everything every week. Oh, Carl, why are you so hard on the BMOS? I turned just as fast as last as the BMOS last day. And they said, my fucking point exactly, so why do you have a BMOS? Why don't you just go run with the BMOS if your BMOS so fast? Right. So, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, if, if, if I, if I own my own racetrack, this is what I would do is I'd have a regional late model. Let's just say Wasota. We're going to have Wasota mods, Wasota late models, supers and street stock. We're going to have four classes of cars. And I would pay big, big money for every feature and the stands, the people wouldn't have to sit and watch two classes of every class and two heat races of every class, you'd actually see some good fucking racing and some people that had to race through the field maybe once in a while. Well, uh, and then too, I mean, just because I've been drinking beer all day. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but then to your point, you know, you'd have full classes in every class, not 10 cars in a class and then 15 in this one. It's, it'd be a full field of cars. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, I just maybe, and maybe I'm getting too old. I'm 46 now in April, third acre and 46. And I just keep going back to the Hades of Cedar Lake, you know, when you'd show up and there would be, you know, five or six teeth of modified. And then back then it was hobby stocks and you'd have five or six teeth of hobbies. Now I would call that the super stock class now and then treaters. You know, you, you, every class had a B feature. You'd run your heat, the B names would come up and you have intermission. And you'd see some damn good racing because if you showed up at the gate and missed draw or you drew a shit number, you'd see some real wheel men come through the back of a B main and then start in the in the in the in the A main and put on some shows. I remember watching Ron Jones, you know, start literally broke in the heat, start in the back of the B, win the B, start in the back of the A, and win the A. <laughs> and talk about having people on their fucking feet screaming, going nuts. You know, that was what racing needs. That's what, I mean, that was racing then. That's what they need to get back to. So, anyways, I, I think it's too many classes, crate cars, bullshit, if you ask me. <laughs> Just my opinion. So trying t- to be positive, can you tell? We'll, we'll, get, <laughs> off, we'll get off of the crate motor thing. Uh, uh, tell okay, us. Yeah, we- Tell us a little bit about your love for uh, old school late model racing. You know, like you said with the wedge bed. I mean, you kind of hit on it with the Cedar Lake deal, but uh, try to hit on that a little bit and let us know 
I don't know. I guess what your love is for all the old stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was like, I would say I was probably 10 years old. I don't know, eight years old. The first time I went to Cedar Lake, my dad had a hobby stock. And, uh, and that's where I saw Tom Nesbitt's blue, you know, blue, uh, wedge nose late model sitting on a wedge bed, uh, trailer, you know, we pulled by an old greyhound looking buff thing. And, uh, I just thought that was the coolest fucking looking thing ever. A, a wedge nose late model with wide five hubs on it. And I'd never seen anything like that. And a, a huge spoiler. And, um, you know, you had a lot of, lot of, uh, you know, guys were still building their own cars and building their own bodies, you know? And, uh, so I remember <laughs> getting there and standing by Tom Nesbitt's late model and, uh, smelling methanol coming out of the headers for the first time. And I just will never forget that. And I thought that was the coolest thing. So, um, that, 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 you know, when I see a wedge goes late model with wide five hubs and looking good with a big spoiler, I mean, it's, I get a chubby. I love, I love, just fucking love that. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe someday they'll let us get rid of the plastic nose cones and go back to that because I've refinanced my house and cash in everything I own to, to run one of those cars. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you get to meet Tommy Nesbitt here over the last couple of years? Oh yeah. He was up at, uh, he was up at uh, Hibbing. I bumped into him at Hibbing. And, uh, you know, because he had one of his old late models was, had the red one on it. He always had blue cars, but for whatever reason, I, I should have asked him this. And one year he had an 80 Camaro body that was red and yellow and it said win one. And you've seen it in my videos and stuff. And that, and that's why, you know, I was talking to Buzzy when I was getting my super letter and I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tom Nesbitt fan. I'm like, let's do win one. And we were kind of talking about it. I'm like, you know, but I suck. I haven't been racing for years, and I'm just here to have fun. So let's just make it win one B main. And uh, Buzzy and I were laughing about. It. I'm like, no, oh, seriously, I want to make it win one B main because. <laughs> so that that whole thing was a was a tribute to to Tom Nesbitt, and then uh, you know I used to hang out at I don't know back when I had my beam out. I used to hang out at Rapid Performance up in Stock Center, Stock Rapid, sorry. And, uh, you know, Tom, Tommy was always there, you know, he parked his bus there in the summer and he'd raced out of the rapid shop. And, uh, you know, I just loved how he talked to the other racers because people would be in there scaling their cars and they wouldn't have the body racing done or they would just have the hood sitting on the car and Tommy'd come out there and he'd be bitching at them. What are you doing? You got to put your body racing on. You got to put your hood on. Where's your hood pin? You know, and so people would be scaling their car and they weren't done yet is what Tom would be bitching at them about. You know, they wouldn't have grease in the rear end or whatever. And and so, and this is back in, uh, I'm just rambling now, but this is back when Modifieds were first getting going on four bars, you know. And uh, and I was, and the B-Mods were on a three-link. Or, you know, I, I was talking to Tommy. I go, yeah, I go, Tommy, do you think a B-Mod, a three-link could run with a four-link car? Oh, absolutely. 90% of these people shouldn't even be on four bar cars. They should be on three legs. So he was, always had a very strong opinion on everything. And, uh, he let me know, uh, he let you know where he stood. And, and, uh, so that's why he's, he's, that's why I numbered my car after him. And I always, 
always talk about him and show his cars in my videos because he was always pushing the rule books, you know. He's a, he's a good dude. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so that's where it came from then. You'll win one. <laughs> you did get that B mod or that B feature win. Yeah. It, yeah, I got I got <laughs> that that was first night out at Cedar Lake last last season. Um I started uh I don't know I started like fifth in the heat and backed her all the way up to six. And uh first <laughs> night the super and uh, old dipshit DJ, my pit guy, he goes, he goes, Carl, you're not going to believe this. I go, well, now what? He goes, you're starting on the pin of a be me. And I go, oh, man. <laughs> I was so nervous. And, uh, I, you know, that would have that would have been like starting a pin on a, on a, in a big show. But yeah, I, uh, I won that. So the first night out, I won a be me. And it was at Cedar Lake, and it was the first night of racing at Cedar Lake, and I'll never forget it because, you know, all they all park in three and four, you know, all the campers and everything. So I take the checker. I'm going down the back stretch. I'm idling down. And you would have thought I won the fucking Daytona 500. <laughs> so all the campers are honking, and the lights are flashing. There's people are cheering. I thought, wow, I really did it. So then I get back to the trailer. And then, you know, we're getting ready for the feature and stuff. <laughs> I look at my phone. My phone's blowing up. So Carter Gerlach, ESS, builds my shack. He goes, he goes, hey, the internet's blowing up right now. Did you really just win a B feature? <laughs> first night on it. Yeah. And then, you know, Buzzy text. He goes, hey, congratulations on the big win. So, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And then we went to, we went to Hibby. We didn't have enough cars for the Labor Day but we went to Hibbing and I don't call it a real B-Main, but we had a hooligan race. It was the worst qualifiers for the night, me and three other guys. So I won that, but that was kind of state. <laughs> but, That's great. Yeah. How, how many races did you end up going to last year, Carl? Uh, I, I think I only got probably 10 or 11 shows in, 12 shows. And I told myself, I said, you know what? I'm building this thing because I don't want to race three nights a week. I want to go, I want to run a few nights during the summer. And then when special season hits, that's where I want to go racing because that's what I really like is going to the special two or three day shows. That's why I bought that shit box behind me. So I got someplace to sleep, but that's, that's fun. We went to sure set, uh, sure step speedway, you know, it's supposed to be the 100, but it wasn't. And, uh, you know, we had a good time. Fires every night. Lots of beer. Timmy Johnson and his crew. We uh, we did some damage. You know, <laughs> I probably drank 15, 16 cases of beer that weekend. Oh, what, uh, what's your favorite kind of beer to drink? The irony in that is I'm drinking Miller Lite right now. I usually drink the Bush Lattes, but I'm working on my next video of... Um, because I relentlessly uh, promoted Bush Light and Bush Lattes. I had them on my car, and I thought maybe somebody would have reached out to me and offered me some beer to give away to people, what, you know, and they come down for a beer after the, after the races, and uh, they never, you know, they never did, so I said, fuck it, I'm going to do a video uh, where I 
taste test all the beers that would compete with Swiss Latte, and I'm basically I'm I'm for hire in 2021. So <laughs> we're gonna do a taste testing here coming up pretty soon. But um, uh, you know, Miller Lite is actually what I started drinking in high school, so I can go back to them just as well. There's Coors Light, there's Bud Light, there's all kinds of competitors. Everybody's on the Bush Light bandwagon, and Bush Light's getting a fucking free ride out of this deal. So <laughs> I'm 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 willing to uh, I'm willing to go against the grain and find somebody else. As long as they send me a pallet of beer, people don't realize when they come down to my trailer to buy race shirts afterwards, which I appreciate. But you know, you give uh, for every shirt you sell, you give away a, a can of beer, and pretty soon you're four cases of beer. You're you're you know you're uh, you're your profit margin and your shirt sales is going to pay for your beer. Right. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta change that up. Maybe we need to work on a distributor versus the whole company. I'm something's got to break loose, and you know, last year I got a lot of free offers for race car parts, and, race, and I just, I told people, I said, yeah, well, you know, work me a dealer, give me dealer pricing. I'll, I'll, I'll pay my own way. You know, and we did some promotional shit for him in motorsports. He's a good dude. Um, you know, we do stuff for Buzzy. Buzzy gives me a break a little bit. Buzzy. And then, um, you know, Tevco, they, they gave me some free shit last year. And then this year, I'm like, hey, just give me dealer pricing. So, you know, we're, I'm working with these guys. I don't expect people to give a bunch of free shit to me. But um, these beer people need to step up to the plate. I mean, the, yeah. the racers have been great. But the beer people aren't doing they're not really carrying their somebody weight. somebody's got to step up here yeah this is kind of <laughs> ridiculous i mean come on it's hot carl so carl how uh how many uh views did you get on your uh your coming back video um let's see which which video would that be my uh um when they found you in the, they found you in the winnebago old dj walked up on you Oh, um, it's, uh, I don't, I don't look at them, uh, as often as I should. Like when they, uh, when they get published, you know, I, I don't know, sometimes we get 30, 30, 40,000 views, 50,000. And then I kind of, I kind of stop watching them I, mainly because the comments, people are such fucking idiots sometimes that do the comments and <laughs> They actually take this shit way too serious. So yeah. um, I don't know. I'd have to go look at my page. I mean, I, the, the problem is people think I make shit loads of money doing this. And um, I'm, I'm here to tell you for free. The, uh, the People think that if you put a video on YouTube and you get uh, five, six hundred thousand views that you that can retire and you're a millionaire. And that's not the case at all. I've, I've talked to people that know how to settle the shit. The problem is I put music in my in my videos, and you're not allowed to advertise with that because that's copyright infringement. The other thing is I swear like a drunken sailor, uh, and most advertisers don't want their ads running over a drunk. And then the <laughs> other thing is I swear and drink. I think I just said that. Anyways, so literally last time I checked my YouTube, Google, Sense ad account, I think I had, and this is going back two years, I think I had like, Three hundred and thirty dollars in there. I haven't even cashed it in because I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? <laughs> so um, I don't make any money on any of my videos. Um, I do sell a lot of swag. 
I do appreciate the people that buy the shirts. It's just that's that's good. But you know, it's the uh, you got to buy the shit first to sell it. You know what I mean? If you don't have it sitting in your basement, you know, to sell it, you can't sell it. So you know, there's lots of times. You know, Provo, I ordered five, six thousand dollars for the shirt, and you know, you got to write a check for five or six grand. And for your shirts, and then you get your shirt money back $20 at a time. And what usually happens is that I'm at the races and people are buying $20 shirts. Well, then I got a bunch of $20 bills in my pocket, and then I go to the bar, right. and I blow it all, <laughs> and I don't pay my credit card off. So now I got $20,000 in the credit card debt for my shirt, and I don't have any way to pay for it. So <laughs> I'm a horrible businessman. I'm usually drunk. And so when that money comes back to me, I don't ever pay my bills. <laughs> and uh, so that's how I get in trouble. So, um, before you were kind of talking about the people in the uh, comment section, um, how do you deal with some of the haters, or do you just kind of ignore them, or how do you do that? I used to have fun with them, you know. I used to just, but now I just, I really, I literally can't read it anymore because it's just like these. Like, I guarantee you, I guarantee fucking to you that when we were ripping on crate models, there's going to be some crate model guy that, you know, and he's going to come after me. He's going to send me a messages through Facebook and through Messenger, and he'll even get my phone and text me. And, I mean, they, people get really worked up about this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll just reply and be like, you know, I'll dictate. I don't know. And, you know, because... They gotta realize that this is a it's for fun and b um, it's for fun. Right. So you know, people make fun of me. I don't take it that personally, and I'm not a person. I'm not attacking them personally. I'm just we're just having fun. Right. And that's if you look at my webpage, you know, from where I sell my swag, I'm just trying to make racing fun again. So you know, we can poke fun at hornets. We can poke fun at whatever. But to answer your question, you know. I used to I used to get into sparring matches with these guys online, and I used to take it pretty serious. The I guess the most pissed I ever got was one guy that was accusing me um, of selling shit, you know, from China, Chinese made, or why aren't you selling American made apparel? Blah blah blah. And um, you know, I kind of took it because I promote Adams Automotive, you know, building USA engines built in Wisconsin, and I promote uh, you know. Kevco and Hammond and all the shit that's made in America, right? Well, this guy's like, well, another fucking sellout, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like, listen here. I'm like, every dollar I've made with, you know, with uh, my apparel, I've spent with American apparel manufacturers. Joe Provo, Racewear, Bunstein and Graphics. I bought all my graphics and all my details from them, and I bought all my uh, Outlaw, Racewear, Graphics, whatever. So, I'm like, I've spent over fifty, sixty thousand dollars with these guys, and if if the fucking t-shirts come from Bangladesh, I can't control that. Go talk to them. I mean, let's you know. So, anyways, <laughs> after that guy, I was like, I'm not going to read the comments. So usually after I post a video, I'll read a half a dozen of them and have fun with people and bullshit back and forth. But then after that. I put her out in the hammer lane and I'm out of here. I just keep trucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the uh, Lone Star 600? I watched uh, or seen that you got to wave the green flag, talk with Kenny Wallace. I mean, I was actually uh, 
I think it was Dirt on Dirt. They did uh, like some crewman diaries and stuff like that, and it was on Tyler Herb. And I see he's got a uh, a car that he might be racing there as well. But uh, what was the leg waving the green flag at that place? That's, that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool deal. I never been down there at Devil Devil Bowl Speedway. Um, so how I got hooked up with all that? If you get, do you guys follow the Infill Tractor Tire online? Yep. <laughs> So, so Billy Mazzell, he's from Texas, and uh, so me and Billy Mazzell, he he's the editor and founder of that infield tractor there. So we started sharing content and talking online and stuff and having a good time. He's like, he's like, Carl, you got to come down for this Devil's Bowl deal or for this Lone Star 600. You're not going to believe it. 300 laps on Friday, 300 laps on Saturday. Um, basically, the only rule is no center steer cars. Um. So you see everything literally from like pure stock to late model. And um, they start all the cars at once, 25 grand to win. <laughs> um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I went last year. I don't, uh, how do I say this? I don't know that I'd want to drive in that because I just have too much fucking fun drinking and partying down there. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, well, are you going to bring a car next year? I'm like, no, I think I'll just sponsor somebody because it's like vacation for me to go down there. We rented a motorhome, me and uh, uh, Tito built my money. So he's a new, new character. We're going to work into some of my videos. He's the money guy, and we got dipshit DG, the pit guy. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, they rolled out the red carpet that Brad Dixon that puts on that race. He goes a parking spot for RV right next to Kenny Wallace and, and uh, uh, it, it was it was it was a ball. It was it was a good time. But what I think the coolest thing about it all is that the amount of money that these guys are racing for, and mm-hmm. there's really nice shit down there, and there's really junky shit down there, and anything can win. But um, I'd like to see some of those races maybe up closer this way. I know they're doing another one in June in, in Iowa. Uh, that Brad Dixon deal is, but he's a good dude, and he's got a he's got a good thing going. Hmm. Maybe we should try to talk to Cedar Lake, get something going there. Instead of doing now, that enduro, I, what's know, I to... talked to Brad about that when I was telling him. I'm like, we got to get one up up here in Minnesota, and and uh, and um, you know, his big thing was Devil's Bowl is is perfect for it because it's a big track, but it's it's got the perfect exit and the perfect entry for it. You know what I mean? So you, you can't have anything that's got real. Actually, Cedar Lake probably would work because you can drive straight off of one and drive straight in off of, I guess it would be two. But um, Cedar Lake would work. But it, because, I mean, people are wrecking shit. You know, there's people getting flat tires and rent spindles and broken tie rod ends. And, you know, there's, there's so there's a lot of traffic coming on and off the track. And, um, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time. What was it like when you threw that green flag and there's a hundred and what Kenny said, 192 cars went by. Good Larry. It, it, yeah. It's, uh, so they're, and they start from a dead stop. So they're lying, they're sitting at the flag stand and they're, they're backed up all the way to turn two. So one's right here, two's right there and they're, so literally they start going and it's just like a, uh, it's just a sea of cars that slowly start picking up pace and you just, you, you almost get dizzy sitting up there because 
And and so you you know you get it's a it's a long race, so you guys gotta be patient and make sure they don't run over everybody. But um, some of these guys, you know, at at Devil's Bowl in the backstretch, you know, you would be uh, you know coming out of two, the track is baked, and then there's probably 40, 50 feet of grass to the fence, and there's guys that'll just drive right off the racetrack and put it right on the fence and drive past 40, 50 cars on the back shoot in the grass and then turn the track sector right, right back onto the track. And it just, you know, on, on the front shoot, there's an inside and outside wall going up that just narrows down, and then these guys will just blow it, purposely blow it, not blow it over the cushion. I'm talking blow it off the track and drive down, <laughs> around, and, you know, old leaf spring Novas and leaf spring Camaros, and then you'll see some really nice sport mods and, you know, old late models just, you know, old, uh, there was a uh, one, uh, not Kenny Streeter, gonna lose my mind here, but anyway, the guy had an original cup car that was there. Um, and then, uh, I gotta remember this guy's name, Sonny, Sonny something. Anyways, he had a legit asphalt, uh, modified, like <laughs> a real deal modified. And the rule is, the rule is, if you're gonna run a shredded tire, you gotta run an eight inch wheel. If you're gonna run a slick, or you can run a 10-inch wheel, but it's got to be a slick. So this guy's on dirt, 10-inch wide wheels on slick, asphalt slick with an asphalt modified. Oh. And uh, he finished in the money, actually, on the second night. He, uh, I'm trying to think, he was either third or fourth, something like that. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy. You, you just, you know, you got to have something that's super strong and something that's going to run cool all night. And uh, it's a cool race. Hmm. I should get down there. You should. That'd be a hell of an event. Sounds pretty fun. Too bad I didn't drink more beer. <laughs> yeah, that the you know Kenneth Montgomery Camo, he builds Kenny Wallace's car. So kind of the, I think the secret weapon would be like a really good metric, you know, like a metric treater with big uh, nerf bars, and uh, seems like everybody's got a sprint car wing. Nobody runs a nobody runs a spoiler or a a roof, and then Billy Mazzell from the intro intro practice tire. He had a metric station wagon that I sponsored, and his brother had a sport mod. I call it a sport mod with an illegal engine, but um, <laughs> um, not for that class. You can run whatever you want, but and, and but anyways, you know the 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 sport sport mods with a wing, but then you need some protection around the tires because it does get pretty pretty nasty, but. Yeah, I just I just laugh because I'm watching these guys down at Bristol's absolutely have Bristol's absolutely <laughs> junking their cars saying Brad Dixon put a post out to the guy that organizes this thing and goes everybody's saying, Oh, I'm gonna save my car, I'm gonna save it for Bristol and see and they won't run it in a in a enduro race or he doesn't call it enduro, but anyways, I'm gonna save my car and then they bring it to Bristol and just junk the thing out in a one night, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the place is pretty rough last night. <laughs> Did you get to watch yeah, any of that? Did you watch some of Bristol's features? Yeah. Well, we've been busy moving, so I just watched a lot of replays on the, whatever was popping up on Facebook on the feed. But, you know, yeah, they were – that place seems hard on equipment. Yeah. <laughs> um, old Trust got he did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Carl, what's your 2021 plans? So we're, uh, 
I can't divulge everything, but we're we're building we're putting together a modified right now, an A mod. And uh I'll just probably run a few shows, Ogilvy, uh, do some specials, but um I think I think what I'd like to do is maybe when the US MTS guys come to town and just put somebody really good in the car and just uh Maybe my future plans is uh, I'm a car I'm a car owner, you know, so I can stay involved in it. But there you go. I'm going to be willing a new modified this winter. We're not, I'm saving I'm saving the chassis manufacturer for uh, a surprise announcement. But I've, I've partnered with somebody for this deal, so I just talked to Todd over at Adams. He's uh, he's putting together a Wasota concept for me. Uh, he promised 600 horse. So I really don't have any business in that class. So I'm just going to make the spoiler like bright orange. So when people are driving by me, they don't run into me. They don't want to <laughs> cause any problems. But I figure, um, you know, I, 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 I did the super stock thing. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm like, I might as well try a modified. I tried a modified years ago, actually. And, um, you guys got time for another story? Oh, heck yeah. We got all kinds of time. You need another beer? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I got a beer in my I got beer in my fridge. I gotta take out my microphone. <laughs> well just take us with yeah. you. Huh? Just take us with you. Well, I, can't, I can't I can't show you my dick. Oh fuck oh. take it with. <laughs> <laughs> we won't put the video out. Oh, you paused us. Uh oh. Hold on here. Oh, <laughs> well, we can still hear you. Yeah, we can still hear you. Yeah, oh, we're here. <laughs> no, I was going to show you this. So here's. Now, un- unfortunately, <laughs> for the rest of uh, racing people, our racing society, I was able to reproduce. So I, my son is going to be racing a. Uh, he's got a little wing. Oh character. shit! Yeah, nice. So Buzzy just did that up. We did actually got it done last year, but we didn't have time to get racing. So, anyways. There is a hot Carl Jr. out there. Um, Does that mean we'll see so you at Thunder Hill? That around the call. Huh? Does that mean we'll see you at Thunder Hill? Yep. Well, Thunder Hill, and who knows where we'll be, but. Nice. We'll... Oh, jeepers. Uh, you got to fill that thing up. No, so this is actually will be my, this will actually be my second time trying to get a modified going. So. After I had my D-Mod, um, sorry, let me flip this back up. <laughs> uh, Thunder Hill, Hot Carl. Hot Carl might be at Thunder Hill. Come in 2021. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so, so uh, you guys remember uh, Jay Cars from back in the day, Jay McDonald? Nope. Uh, the original the original Jay Carl. Well, anyways, so... This was uh, this is the first time I tried to drive a, a real modified. Is that uh, this is back when the shock cars? Remember, in the, you know, if you didn't have a shock car, Buzzy Adams running shock cars, and everybody had real, real fast modifieds were Shaws. And so I got this bright idea. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy a late model and put a Chevelle flip on it. And uh, so, anyways, long for a short, I called on the master build. I got Peter on the phone. I go, hey. I want to buy um I want to buy a brand new late model, but I don't want a front clip on it. I just want you to ship it with the frame or, uh, the frame rail thing. He goes, "Why would you want to do that?" I said, "I'm going to have somebody put a shell clip on it." 
He goes, oh, you know, you know what we should talk to? There's a guy up in Fargo. His name's Jay McDowell. He's putting a Chevelle clip on a on a on one of my cars. I go, really? So I call Jay McDonald. <laughs> I go, I never talked to Jay in my life. I call him. I go, Jay. I go, I want. I'm going to buy a master's belt with no front clip on it. I want to put a Chevelle clip on it. He goes, Who are you talking to? <laughs> I don't know. I just you know, I called Tater and he said, maybe I should talk to you. So anyways, me and Jason Tennis got the first ever Masters built with the Chevelle clip on it. And that car would eventually become JMR race car. So I got the very first one and then Jason Tennis got the second one. But I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't have any money to, to figure it out. And I, I sort of got the car going. I, I won a heat race in Ogilvy one time and was running second. The feature had broken up her air, but. Anyways, uh, it's um, that was my first go around at the at the modified. But I can tell everybody that I got the first JMR modified that was ever built, even though I sucked in it. <laughs> kind of a big deal, though. Yeah, I mean that's pretty huge. So yeah. we're gonna have mods with Hot Carl, and we're gonna have little wing cart Junior Wings with little Hot Carl. Yes, sir. Oh man, this is big. Be, it's gonna be a big twenty twenty one. What yeah. tracks you plan on going to, Carl? Just the I specials. Think, um, I, you know, I think weekly racing. I, you know, Ogilvy, Ogilvy's close. Um, Ogilvy competes with Cedar, but Ogilvy's usually a little smoother and uh, shinier, a little more slick. Um. I'll probably go to Ogilvy, and then you know, uh, um, used to be called Golden Spike, Granite City. You know, they run; they'll be running Sunday nights again. That's a nice place. That's a nice place to run Sundays. They get the show started early. It's generally nice, smooth. So James Grantina, if you're watching, uh, Carl's going to come turn a couple laps at your joint there. He bought it. He bought it this year, so. They're running late models this year there, so I think that'd be fun. That's going to be a bitching place to go to on a Sunday night. So, Cedar, so I've always wanted to, you know, if I can run Cedar uh, and try to muster uh, a top 10, <laughs> well, maybe I'll go to Cedar. I don't know. Hell but yeah. Main reason we're putting it together so we can go, we can go to some specials, you know. Yep. And, and uh, drink beer with my loyal fans. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get some headlights pop and you finish up there in the top ten again. Yeah, it's good to be a loser because when you do anything better than top four or five, they really appreciate it. <laughs> like uh, when we were in, uh, what the hell were we doing? We were at the Fastlane Superstock Series. Uh, oh, we are in Grand Rapids and... I mean, the track was pretty rough, and and so it, uh, where was I? I was finished third that night, and that was a pretty big deal because he had Kurt Myers was, was leading it, Kevin Burdick was in second, and I was running third, and then he had Shane Sebrasky was behind me, and the track was hammered down rough, like you just cowboyed up and fucking dealt with it. And <laughs> anyways, uh. You know, I, I showed Burdick a fender, and he, he's like, after the feature, he's like, Dan, Carl, where did you come from? I'm like, well, I started there, but holy cow. <laughs> I felt, when you finish when you finish third in a super stock race, and you have Burdick and Myers in front of you and Shane Sebrasky behind you, 
I think I drank 48 beers that night because I felt <laughs> like sure. I just went to these one of 500. Hell yeah. <laughs> Up there with the big ballers. Oh, uh, yeah. So, question for you, kind of not to keep switching topics here, but um, do you have a lot of people, like, come up to you and, I mean, want autographs or, like, kind of are starstruck at all? Or I think the scariest thing is is that the amount of kids that come up and know who I am <laughs> and um, their parents are with them, and, and these are young kids, and the parents let them watch my videos, I'm, I'm assuming, because they know who I am, and I, you know, the videos, I swear, and talk a lot of shit. <laughs> so um, that actually just disturbs me a little bit. That, uh, <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe I'll clean up my act and then stop drinking so much. But you didn't. Then why even do it? Right. It's just kind of who I am, you know. Yeah. But so yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's uh, it's it's neat to go to the track and then have people want to, you know. I'm like, James Debrassi's right there has won 700 features. Why do you want to hang out and buy my shirt? I'm like, I'd go buy that guy's shirt if I was, you know, if I was here. So, yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's fun. And it's fun to go to places. You know, it's one thing to be around here local, but you go down to Texas and, you know, we went we went to, even though I'm from Texarkana, we went down to, uh, you know, Devil's Bowl and, you know, everybody knows who you are down there. And I, I, I was at a local bar the other night. I never met this guy. I don't know who he is. And I walked, I was walking through the bar and he's like, Hey Carl. And I'm like, Hey, you know, like, uh, I don't know anybody that got so popular for sucking so bad at driving. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just shows you everything's possible. Plus if you were to clean up your act, stop drinking so much, then you would just be like Carl from Billy Madison. Right. It, yeah. There's really no point. And, um, you know, it, it is kind of a stick I put on, but it's kind of not. And so, um, you know, people can say whatever they want, but I do absolutely fucking love racing. I do take every penny that I make on my t-shirt sales and I blow it on race car parts and racing. <laughs> and, um, I do drink a lot and I do like going to specials and drinking till five six in the morning so those things are all true what you see online is basically true and when i'm dogging crate engines and crate models it's true <laughs> um so anyways it's just uh you know we might have stretched the truth in a few areas but it's, it's for the it's for the good so back when you uh sold everything you quit you tried to buy some boats to occupy your time what did you actually do the funny thing is, I bought actually one of the boats I bought uh, was a river boat. In uh, uh, we had it on the St. Croix River, and Cedar Lake Speedway is only like fucking eight miles down the road. Like you can almost hear the features when they're if it's quiet enough night. And so I'm sitting in the marina on the boat after about the third or fourth night, and and so I'm with some other guys. I'm like, you guys ever been to a dirt track race? And they're like, no. I'm like. Cedar Lake's 10 minutes away. I'm like, let's run over there and watch the features. We can still get there in time for the features. So we went over there, and these guys had a fucking ball. And they're like, you used to drive that stuff? I'm like, yeah. I used to, ride, I used to drive a speed mod like that. Classic there. And there's like, there's no way. I'm like, trust me. I'm like, so anyways, I got my super stock going. They came up. They tell all my boating friends from the Marina. <laughs> came up to me. Pretty good time, but 
it's uh you know, you can only go to your boat so many times and sit on your boat before you're wondering, what are my buddies doing tonight? You're thinking, well, they're probably grinding tires, they're loading the trailers, they're getting shit ready, you know, and it's like, you know, the, it, anything I've tried, I've tried fishing, I've tried boating, I've tried, you know, pheasant uh, hunting and others, I'm like, I, it just always comes back to the race car. Yep. That's what I happened like to me too. <laughs> uh, what uh, if you could go back in time? What era would you be racing in? Yeah. Oh man, I'd say uh, probably go back. You know, we talked about the late models and everything, but that might be a little, little too old, old for me. Um. I think I'd go back and race modifieds back in the, I'll say the mid, you know, 90, 93, 94, 95, somewhere in there. I remember going to Cedar Lake, you know, I keep talking about Cedar Lake, but that's when Craig Thatcher and Dave Kane and, you know, there's some bad motherfuckers that were running modifieds back then. Yeah. And, uh, you know, probably go, I'd probably get in a real deal modified back then. And, uh, so, you know, that's before everybody had spring smashers and shock dynos and <laughs> all this bullshit. You know, they were just kind of figuring it out on their own. Right. A good way to do racing. <laughs> all right, Carl. It's, uh, we're almost an hour into it. We're going to get to, I don't know if you listen to our episodes at all, but, uh, we, we try to do a two minute question deal where we ask a question, you try to answer as fast as you can. So you think you're ready for that? Bring it on. All right. We're going to fire it off. Any unusual places that you've been to? As far as racing? Anything. Don't matter. I mean, like the shitter in your Winnebago at, at wherever. Worst porta potty. <laughs> the worst, okay. So the most unusual place would be a strip joint in Mexico. <laughs> Bad. Not, not advisable. <laughs> uh, if you could have one streetcar from any time period, what would it be? Have to be a Yenko Camaro, four twenty seven with a handshaker, four speed. Nice. So, what is the first car that you ever did a burnout in? Then, uh, <laughs> seventy three C ten long box pickup truck, cool drive. Nice. Up the rocker, I'm doing it. Oop. <laughs> um. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your favorite food to eat? Pizza. Pizza are like boobs. Even when they're bad, they're still kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, which way should uh, toilet paper hang? Is it under or is it over? Over all the way. Oh, really? Easy. Thank you. Yep. High five. <laughs> Um, what have we got? What shoe do you put on first, Carl? Left. Always the left. Really? <laughs> Telling you. I feel like when we ask that question, it's about 50-50. Yeah, it's <laughs> so weird. Um, what's your favorite fast food joint? McDonald's. Vacation destination. Where are you going? Huh? Where are you going on vacation? What's the destination? Mexico. Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. All right. 
Um, would you rather drink a mixed drink or a beer? Oh man, that's tough because sometimes I just want to get on the cushion right away and get really fucked up and then I'll have mixed drinks, but then I slow down to a beer and then some days I just want beer. So I don't know. It it really depends on the mood. I I will say if I'm going to get hammered, we're going to do a mixed drink for sure. So what's your go-to mixed drink then? Uh, Captain Morgan and Dr. Pepper, which I've coined the phrase Captain Crunch. <laughs> I also have a new drink I'm working on. It's uh, take a, like a Truly's or an alcohol uh, seltzer drink and mix it with vodka. I call it the Wisconsin Highball. <laughs> you're mixing two alcoholic drinks together. And if you want to get really fucked up, drink Truly's and vodka and uh That'll do the ticket. You have two or three of those, and you have officially set sail, young man. <laughs> so we uh, we asked Harry Hansen what his secret talent was, and it just happened to be karaoke. Um, what is your secret talent? I think uh, honestly, um, I think I'm a I think I'm a relationship builder. I can take two people that hate each other and get them to actually talk to each other. <laughs> and enjoy uh, each other's company. So uh, I'm a peacemaker, and even though I stir a lot of shit up with, uh, you know, making fun of B-Mods and and crane engines and limited late models, when I see those people face-to-face, we we generally uh, like each other, and we agree that I'm just talking shit, but I'd love to drive one of those cars anyway. So anyways, (laughs) I'd say I'm a peacemaker. Nice. So what state's better, Texas or Minnesota? I'd say Texas because we have some of the most fucked up politicians in this state that you've ever seen. So that's why I claim I claim Texarkana as my hometown because I'll just tell you guys the cat's out of the bag. I've never been to Texarkana, Texas, but <laughs> I claim it as my hometown because that's and Smoking the Bandit. That's where they went to pick up tours here. So and Smoking the Bandit is by far the favorite, my favorite movie of all time. Probably the greatest film that's ever been made. And I, I just, I just love that. Uh, and, and after going to Texas and hanging out with those guys down at the Lone Star Six Hundred, that's the real deal. I could retire down there. They got some big lakes and big reservoirs, and you don't have to deal with uh, the shithead politics that we have in Minnesota and the taxes <laughs> and all everything. So my never two spot would go would be Wisconsin, Scott uh, country. Ah, uh, copy. <laughs> There's always a place over here for you. Plus, we don't have a shitty football team called the Vikings. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, we're not Viking fans at all. What uh, you got? Any other favorite sports besides racing? I just like hockey because they fight and they love it more. Actually, and that's the only sport I know where, um, uh, like, as far as a stick and ball sport, where you absolutely are expected to know how to fight and how to how to uh, carry yourself. I had a buddy go to the minors, hockey player. He got the shit kicked out of him the first game he went to. And he goes, he goes, I was talking to the guy in the bench next to me, and he goes, uh, watch out for him. He's a lefty. He goes, well, thanks for letting me know. And all. But, it, you know, it was, it was a serious deal. It was like, you go to the minors in hockey, and, uh, you know, if you ain't 6'3", 250, and can swing a set of meat hooks, uh, you're probably not going to the NHL, and that's what happened to him. He got his ass kicked. I like hockey. There's nothing better than watching a good old hockey fight. 
Nice. When I when I say the word fuck, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what's the first thing that comes to your mind that you would respond with fuck? Fuck off, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> so fuck you, yeah. Yeah. Well, Love I it. have kind of taste in the pockets lately, so I'd say yeah, probably pretty accurate. <laughs> Do you have to say that's probably your favorite swear word? That or uh, maybe not even a swear word, but my other one is idiot because there's a lot of fucking idiots out there. So I'm <laughs> pretty emphasize like, idiot with the f word. Uh, who, on the internet, right? <laughs> who's your Who's your favorite comedian? Um. You know, I, I I like Adam Sandler, but um, just some other. I'm trying to think. You know, I don't watch that much TV. I, I watch a lot of Facebook shit. You know who's fucking funny is that, that Copenhagen Bandit 3.0. You ever watch him? <laughs> I've 2.0. Seen a few. <laughs> so he's you know I like these guys that are making their blazing their own trail on the on the on the inter- internet. You know he's not famous, but that dude's funny and. Uh, the best part about him is he's a uh, give him a follow. He's a dirt track fan. He's I think he lives in Missouri, down in Joplin somewhere. And uh, you know he goes to all the big big dirt races and stuff. He's there, and uh, so I hooked, I talked to him a couple times just through Messenger or chat. And uh, he, he's a good dude. And so I'd say right now my favorite man. It took me a while to get there. Sorry, but it's uh, have to be Copenhagen man. All right. <laughs> Have you uh have you ever seen any whistle and diesel videos? No. Okay. I was gonna ask your opinion on him, but you'll have to check them out. You gotta check some of them out. <laughs> then they just yeah, put, that's, uh, that's the deal. There's there's a lot of good content out there and there's a lot of really funny people doing really funny stuff and so I've I've actually I've been you know, I've I've done it did a couple of TikTok videos so <laughs> I, I don't know where the future is for uh, these long videos that Hot Carl does or used to do. Or I'm going to do some more, but this this uh, TikTok thing is interesting, is intriguing to me because it's it's you know 60 seconds or less. It's quick, hard hitting, funny, but you, it's got to be funny, you know. And you can't do 30 of them a day or 30 of them a week, you know. I see a lot of people doing that. If you're just so I'm like, if I'm going to do one. It's got to make you fucking piss your pants, otherwise I'm not going to do it. So I don't know if you look at my last TikTok. It's, you know, it shows a 602 crate, a 604 crate, and then an open motor that basically says, I'm going to fuck your bitch, you two bitches. You know, so uh, hot Carl Cass on TikTok. But I think I'm going to do some shorter, harder-hitting stuff. I'm, am I babbling too much? What? I don't even know what the ask is. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. We uh, Before we... Got on this uh, call. We we did watch the TikTok, and it was pretty great. Here, we'll play it here. Yeah. I am actually pansexual. I am transgender. My name Travis, and I'm here. Fuck your bitch. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's but amazing. That's great. Like if, if I can watch something back that I did 30 times, and I laugh just as hard as the first time, that means I'm like, that is that has got to be fucking funny to the average person watching it. So, right. <laughs> anyways, I try to, that's why I don't do as many videos as I probably could or should, but I just don't want to delete, dilute the content so much where it's not funny anymore. So right. I try to, 
if I'm going to do something, I want to make it a zinger, you know. Well, we did. <laughs> uh, we we both here. We uh, followed uh, your your customer Ahmed Hoosier modified today, and uh, I think what was it? I we both laughed extremely hard at this one. I'll get down here to it. I don't remember which one it was. I think uh, right oh. here. So uh, NASCAR's first Arab American female driver. <laughs> I'll say it in the accent that I feel you wrote it. <laughs> we never allow women to drive in my country, especially a racing car. <laughs> I will never forgive my brother for this. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that just goes to show you how freaking you know, funny this uh, this stuff isn't. And if I'm a big, if I'm a if I'm a big star uh, comedian or actor or actress in Hollywood, I would be scared shitless right now because <laughs> we have we you know you and I don't give two shits about those people in Hollywood what they're doing. This stuff that we're doing here on this level, at this dirt track level, this is this is perfect for us because it's extremely funny to us and it's all relevant. So right. uh, you know. <laughs> Those people, those people are scared because we're not forced to watch their shit anymore. Right. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Another one. My friends, we got our first win in the new Hot Carl Chassis Modified. Thank you to my sponsors, Camel Totoing, <laughs> ABAD Motel. <laughs> and we got our <laughs> the trophy girl. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh, that's so, some and, good and, content. And so a lot of times, I don't know. I do know who that is, but I'm not going to say because it's it's better that you don't know. But uh, <laughs> Leroy Washington, I don't know who that is uh, personally. I, it's just uh, a you know a, a fictitious character. So and same with uh, Juan Hernandez from Juan's Lawns, you know, and and so you got to follow those two characters because they're always you know. A black guy bitching at a Mexican guy, and a Mexican guy bitching at a black guy. And then you have the Arab guys that, you know, and we're not racist people. We're not racial or racist at all. It's just, it's, uh, it's probably what the world needs right now is some fucking good humor that, you know, that we can all poke fun at each other and say, you know, so I, I just, that's what I was saying earlier. I'm like, maybe NASCAR should take a play out of Hot Carl's book and, uh, you know, Instead of this, all this bubble wall and shit that you know they're jamming down our throats, I'm like, hey, we're, we're not the problem. We're, we're we are not the problem. So, you know, how about, <laughs> how about kissing Kyle Larson's ass, who's probably the greatest fucking wheelman of our entire time? Right. And instead, they want to they want to do the whole issue of, of the Daytona 500 talking about fucking bubble walls. I'm like, how about the fact that you have a guy that's coming back to your sport that is probably the best wheelman of our time and they're not going to acknowledge that he left NASCAR and went and kicked everybody's ass and everybody in every format of dirt racing and they're not going to even acknowledge what he's done in sprint cars, set cars you know, silver crown cars uh, super late you know, right. it's just you know, they, they could have put together a nice segment on Kyle Larson and oh, yeah. uh Instead, they want to make him sit and apologize and yeah. all this bullshit for a, a term that, you know, yeah, it, it was dumb, but, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm yeah. Now I'm pissed again. Jesus Christ. Take a drink, would you? <laughs> Easy there. And then he goes out and wins the second race. I mean, come on. He didn't even get a lot of recognition for that. It's like, woohoo, Kyle won. Well, no, fuck you. Kyle won. And he yeah, did it no his kidding. second race in. How many races have Bubba won? Let's go talk about okay. Bubba again. Anyways, let's not piss everybody off. <laughs> Carl, yeah. it's been great. Um, probably wrap things up here. Uh, if you want to go ahead and thank your sponsors, uh, appreciate you coming on. Uh, hope to see you this year in 2021, especially at Thunder Hill. Cause you know, we'll both be there and, well, uh, give your, give your sponsors a shout out and thanks again. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Kev, Kev goes back on board this year. Um, Adam's automotive. He's, he's working on my missiles right now as we speak and, um, Hammond Motorsports. Um, he's been good to me. Um, I, I should have wrote this down. I, I, Carter Gerlach, CSS, he's built me a new set of bill scenes for my modified. Um, yeah, I, I think that Joe Provo Racewear, although I think he makes more fucking money than I do off my t-shirts. Joe Provo, <laughs> you're welcome. And, um, yeah, I'll think of somebody else. Buzz, Buzzy Signing Graphics, he does all my decals and we do ship a lot of hot Carl decals out there and he does a good job for us. So appreciate that. Um, but other than that, I, I don't know, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. That's what they all say, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Carl. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Later. Talk to you soon. See ya. I got to pee. <laughs> Hot Carl, everybody. Hot Carl. <laughs> Fucking A, huh? That was good. That's good stuff right there. All right. Hit the button. Let's get into it. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfruits and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last. Without the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com Time for the news. Built to news. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. Gunner. Yeah, we got the news. First things first, episode 23 news. That was uh, that was a good episode, huh? It was. I liked it. Hot Carly. Great guy. So what do you got in the news, uh... I mean, I know we got... I kind of uh, wanted to talk about Hot Carl. Let's just talk about Hot Carl, then. All right. In the news. <laughs> Hot Whoa. Carl. He is pretty fun. I can't wait till this year. Coming to Thunder Hill? Heck, yeah. Dude. It's gonna be Dude. A, it's going to be pimping. He's going to be selling T-shirts out of the out of the burger shack. Yep. We'll have to set up a booth for him. I think I should go there and cook burgers this year. Man, we could probably raise price a couple bucks. I right, would. Well, are you going to bring a, your grill, though? Yeah, it's a built-to burger, baby. Boom. Mm. We could get our own stamp on it. B2. Bond it into the, into squared. the top of the bun. Right on top. Put it on top with a TikTok on the top top. All right. What do we top. got for the, the news? Get up on the top. Oh, sorry. It just happens when I get a mic in front of my face. I just like want to start rapping, but I can't. Hey, did you see uh, Kyle Larson? <laughs> I'll get there. 
I think he, what, did he get second last night? Yeah, dude. Second? For yeah. sure, he even led the race for a bit. For a while. Did was, you watch any of the Bristol stuff? Well, I was watching a replay on the late models last night, and was that Davin? It was really hard to see. Was that yeah. Davenport? Yeah. Okay. So. It was really hard to tell because the cameraman even got messed up, and he went to Kyle Bush. <laughs> <laughs> so Bloomquist was leading first, right? No. Who was that? Um... No, no, it wasn't uh, the the previous the the guy that won the night before was leading. Oh, Kyle Kyle ran him down. Yep, walked away. Yep, was like at, I don't know six seconds out, five seconds, four seconds, something like that. Then they had a restart, and the freaking like everything was rolling good, yep. like really good. Everybody was rolling good, and then caution come out, and I don't know why they even let the start go, but Jonathan Davenport. He was like on the in infield wall, like on the pit wall, passing. I feel like it was past the line, but I'm pretty sure he got like four cars on the restart, which is a close call. As the announcers say, that's <clears throat> where you get all your passing done. But then he was just right. Bloomquist was on Larson, <clears throat> then Davenport just left. Yeah, that dude had it figured out. Yeah, he was moving there after he got by him, like, I th- gone. I think my favorite part was, do you remember the videos of the Chad? The Chad? The Chad videos? No. So, the Chad was not a fan of Kyle Larson, and the Chad also went out and said that he could run sprint cars, which he can't. Right. He wrecked it. And then he was saying that Kyle Larson isn't the best driver ever, that these guys are better, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? The Chad works for XR, the media company that runs uh, all this live stream stuff, right? Yep. The Chad had to interview Kyle Larson. Ooh. Pretty great interview. Yeah. Yeah, Larson Larson might have got a couple hits on him there. Did he? Larson doesn't usually smile or laugh in interviews, but he did that time. Uh, I want to hear that. First order of business on the news. Jake Radetzky's car is out. It's 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 all decaled up. What do you got? Oh, I did see that. Hot tamale. I love the white deck. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Shout out, Jake. Done by Buzz Signs and Graphics. Check it out. Yeah. It's good. Uh, the other one, you know, prayers needed for Sam Hafferty Jr. Had a heart attack the other day. He did? Yeah. He Why did I not hear about track. this? I don't know. It's right there. Dang. So <laughs> there's some news. Prayers sent. Uh, Thunder Hill undergoing a little work today. Yes, there was some track work being done today. <laughs> the Chad is running the grader as we speak, <laughs> I bet, because I think it's still sunny outside. But well, I don't know. Kind of kind of big deal there. I get a little uh, jittery now. Yeah, he's uh, he's been kind of biting at the, chomping at the bullet to get out yeah. there because, you know, well, I mean, it is only March, but the weather's been pretty nice, so. He's uh he's wanting to get out there and you know I know there is a lot of work to do so it is only March but uh, Fountain City had practice today as well right what seen uh, Chase Vibrock Brent Larson and Brad Peterson were there yep seen them three all three of them by the way are liquid nitro energy drink sponsored cars yes speaking of uh, sprint cars do you happen to hear the Sammy Swindell uh, 
interview? I may have. Why don't you play it for me and Maybe I'll bring freshen it up, up my brain to play this. For a wild ride. First of all, we're glad he is out of the car and A-OK, man. We're so sorry about that. Tell us what happened, my friend. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got a, another car destroyed by a kid. You know, I'm almost completely, he's got to see me. I can't run into the tractor tire. I have no place. I don't, I don't know what these kids think about, you know, but all you got to do is buy a pit pass to get the drive. You don't have to qualify. You don't have to do nothing. You just show up with money and you run over. <laughs> I've been doing this for 50. This is my 51st year. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Old Sammy got a little heated, which he usually does. But yeah, that was a pretty nasty wreck, though. Yeah. You know, I have uh, probably a different opinion than some on this. Um I've seen plenty, plenty, you know, not to call out people, but I'm just calling the kettle black here. I have yep. seen Sammy Swindell run over a few people on the racetrack, so. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know. End of story? End of story. That's it. That's all I got. That video and audio brought to you by the Flow Racing Sports app. Yes. Okay, other news. Last night at Bristol, Kyle Strickler wins, right? Yep. So he's actually at a late model race in another state. I can't remember. I believe it was Indiana. Hops on a plane, flies to Tennessee, gets in the car about a half hour, gets to the track about a half hour before his race, starts on the pin, wins it. Jeepers, creepers. Yeah, he's uh he's kind of been having a big year, huh? Old Arpin, Steve Arpin, he had a good run through the field, finishing ninth. And yeah. our buddy, Michael T. Ruscott. Yes. Seventh place in the A main at Bristol Motor Speedway. Boom. Come on, man. Didn't he get a trophy or something? Yeah, because he made the A. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Kind of a big deal. It is kind of a big deal. And he got like what? What did you just say? Seventh? That's what I said. Yeah, sorry. I wasn't listening. You <laughs> <laughs> got headphones on. Yeah, was, it didn't register. Where, you, where were you? I was in outer space. Really? Okay, go ahead. Are aliens real? Yes. <laughs> Do rockets exist? Yeah. Uh, well. Did you see any? No, they're they're unidentified flying objects. They're not rockets. So that's a UFO. Right. Whoa! What just happened? <laughs> the Hornet class. Can you imagine the excitement of this guy when he wins, and then he goes into tech and he's DQ'd because he doesn't have gloves on? Yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. Rough deal. Ricky <laughs> Thornton, he did pretty good too. You a Ricky fan? Richard Thornton? Richard Thornton Jr. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't really have a big opinion on him. Ninth to fourth. Really? Yeah. That's news. That Coming up news. this week. Oh, other news. <laughs> other news. The Anderson Racing Crew has an engine installed in their sprint car and will be going in for graphics in the upcoming week. Boom. Ish. Whenever Jiggy gets back to me. Oh, uh, hey, is this guy we're having on the podcast next? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. In yeah. Winter. Yeah, that was a while ago. Factory but. QRC driver. Wow. Uh, we're working on getting Tanner Holmes on. If not, we'll figure it out, you know. Todd Ellison was our contact guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, going to Kansas. Yeah. 
USMTS racing this week in Kansas at Humboldt Speedway. Twenty-five grand to win on Saturday. Wow! It pays five grand to win on Friday, Thursday, Thursday. Yep, and it is ten grand to win on Friday. Nice, big money. At least up I for did grabs. that completely ass backwards. Right? But, you know, when the week runs, whatever. So, okay, folks, uh, we appreciate all the follows. Uh, any messages, send them to me or Gunner personally, or on the Built Two Media page. Yes. Um. Yeah, maybe uh, when you listen to this, you could, uh, you know, click the subscribe button, uh, check out our Facebook page. Leave some comments, rate us, hit yeah. the stars. Let us know what uh, what we can do better, what you guys think, or whatever. Yeah. That's all I A got. A couple Built 2 Media videos coming out, fresh content. Yes. Golly. You know what I forgot? Go ahead and don't forget it and say it now. I forgot to... Uh, Put the put the end button on here. Why do I do that? I keep doing it. We're just, do you have it? Are we just gonna are we gonna like leave with an applause? No, I don't have it. Uh we could play some cool music though. So fresh content coming from uh through Jesse Glenn's racing from Built to Media. So give Jesse Glenn's racing a follow. Yes. On the old Facebook. Anderson Racing to follow on the Facebook. Jesse Glenn's new suit coming out soon. Sponsored by Built 2 Media and K1 by Ryan Bowers. As well as Scott King Designs. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate you. That's all we got. We got a send-off. Yeah, we're going to try this. Bye.